pardon the interruption, this is Agent Aaron Bauer, and you're listening to the Ohio Report with my good friend and hated enemy, Justin Summers. here on the Ohio Wrestling Network and the Trending Topics Network. I know, once again, it's been months since I've done an episode. See, I'm going to pull back the curtain just a little bit, but try not to reveal everything. I mean, obviously, my job is part of the problem, but it's also kind of setting these up the way I want them, getting the right people on. And the past two episodes prior to this one, I wanted to bring wrestlers on. I'm not going to say which ones, because I want to bring them on again in the future, and I want them to be kind of surprised. And it's just been, a it was a complete nightmare. I went back and forth between two guys trying to get them on and just nothing ended up working out which is one reason why there were no episodes for Gauntlet for the Gold as well as Make Em Say 
uh, which were both two two very fun shows. I'm not going to get into them. You know where to find all the results. You can go first. You can go on to at Ohio Report on Twitter uh, or like us on Facebook as well. But um, it's got we've gotten to the point where there's a lot of people coming to these shows now, tweeting out results. Not I mean not just me, uh, Juicy Pat Lucy, who you hear also on the Ohio Wrestling Network and his show and a bunch of other people. I'm still going to produce the results. I'm going to produce pictures, try to do more. I want to do more with Instagram. I won't be doing a live Instagram because that's just way too much. But if you follow my personal Instagram, because I will not, because the way Instagram works, they only allow you to have one account per phone. I have, well, granted, I have, I do have two phones, but one is just my old phone and I have to use like a Wi-Fi signal to actually use it. But it's just, it gets to be a pain to log in and out of an account like that. So, uh, cause I, I, I did that at one point and I, I don't do it anymore. So if you follow my personal account on Instagram at heavyset330, granted, there's going to be a lot of other stuff that I post and I, I post them after the fact because I don't believe in cluttered Instagram mess that a lot of people throw out there. It's just so stupid. Or you'll see 20 posts within like 13 minutes from people. It's, just, it's not needed. But that's getting, gets getting off point. So follow me on Facebook, not Facebook, Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter um, at Ohio Report for the results. Maybe I'll start posting some links to some of the stuff that I do. I've been doing uh, a video. video. I, I, I got some good response to some of the videos that I posted from the last show. So um, it's a lot of fun. It's easy to do. I'll, when I record a spot, it might be up to a minute. I don't even use all the spots. And sometimes I also have, because I have an iPhone 6 Plus, I want to start using the, the slow-mo camera more and uh, all that kind of stuff and really play around with some of these features. So that's... That's one thing. But we are here to talk about the greatest weekend that is going to start after I post this episode and go to bed. At least for me. And that is the annual AIW JT Lightning Invitational Tournament. That's right, the JLIT, which is today and tomorrow, Friday, May 22nd and 23rd, 7.30 bell time for both at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. This is this is a packed event. This is a packed show. I have brought three different guests on. Now, I'm going to, at the end of the show, after I get through these three guests, and we talk about the particular bracket they are in, because I picked one person, just like last year, from each third of the bracket. But after that, I was planning on having Veda Scott on. Veda has been on this show twice, uh, the last two Jaylets. I tried to get her on for GNO, but she has been so, so busy that it's she's been next to impossible to get a hold of. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to her more when when the show happens to try to figure out what what all went wrong, what's going on, blah 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 blah. Uh, maybe I'll have her again on in the future. Definitely be next year's Jaylet too, but we'll we'll see. So at the end, I'll, I'll cover the GNO matches really quick. I'm not going to really get into them because we've I've, n- I've never done a GNO episode, and it's nothing. Against Girls Night Out, I, I love Girls Night Out. I tell everybody to support Girls Night Out, but 
uh, the last double taping I missed because of work, and I, I, I was really busy that week, so I did not get to do an episode. Um, and then the other times, it's I want to get certain guests, but I don't, and it just means I don't, I won't do the episode because I don't know that much about women's wrestling. I, I would say I like to think I do. I'm just not overly knowledgeable to some of these these other guys. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good to a point, which I know wrestling friends of mine will say like, oh, you know, you know a lot about women's wrestling. I'm just like, eh, no, or I'm a hardcore fan for women's wrestling. I'm like, no, I'm not, not really. I, I, I know stuff to a point, but when new names pop up, uh, I'm really, that's when I start to just scramble and try to figure stuff out. But we'll dig into everything there at the end. But for now, let's let's go over the, the bracket one more time, and then you'll hear the individual brackets throughout the show, and then one more time at the end. And we have bracket one consists of Raymond Rowe versus Tyson Dukes, Aaron Ryan versus Nick Gage, Athena versus Flip Kendrick, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus Guido. Uh, bracket B is DJZ versus Alex Daniels, Cedric Alexander versus Colin Delaney, Jennifer Blake versus Del Bruno, Josh Prohibition versus Dick Justice, and bracket C consists of Two Cold Scorpio versus Cheech, Lewis Linden versus Tyler Thomas, Heidi Loveless versus Davey Vega, and BJ Whitmer versus Doug Gilbert. And now let's hear hear these words from Doug Gilbert. Cleveland! Dangerous Doug Gilbert is coming back, finally! The JT Latin Invitational Tournament! BJ Whitmore, if you think you've ever been in the ring with a legend, and I won't even toot my own horn, I'll not say I'm a legend, but I am. If you think that you're going to do anything to Dangerous Doug Gilbert, listen. I'm going to put you on the Doug Gilbert list. And when you're on the Doug Gilbert list, you will never be seen again. And you know what? It just so happens to be, I hear there'll be a nightmare there also. And I think his name is Freddy Krueger. But B.J. Whitmore, I'm going to beat you so bad, nobody in Cleveland will ever see you again. And that's a promise from me to you. And like I've said a million times, I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. And welcome back to How Any Report. And right here now, we're going to dig in to this massive, massive weekend of the JLIT tournament. We are going to start with the first part of the bracket, bracket A, bracket one, however you want to look at it. And with us to talk about the bracket that he's in, we have none other than Mr. Entertainment himself, Tyson Dukes. Tyson, how are you doing this evening? I am quite well. I find as though that uh, I'm in the right bracket because it's A, which usually stands for excellent. Should be A plus in this back bracket. But uh, I'm very excited about uh, Friday's festivities as well as Saturday at the J Lit tournament. It's always one of my favorite weekends of the whole year. By by the Sunday time, Sunday comes around. I'm so exhausted, but it's exhausted in a good way, and I I, I look forward to this tournament every year. It's so great. That's the one thing uh, that uh, AIW strives for is to not only give the fans all they want to see, and but gives them way more. Uh, not that they don't deserve way more. I'm gonna be wrong, but they do go out of their way to give them uh, so much uh, wrestling entertainment that by the end of any show or even this being a weekend special extravaganza we try to exhaust people at every turn i don't even it's not even just that now that we're adding gno uh girls night only to the this it's three events in two days technically if you want to go by an hour it's like three events within about 
30 hours. It's it's absolute nuts, uh, but it's all the reason why I love it. I, this is almost my maybe my WrestleMania weekend or something where I just I look forward to this this weekend every year now and have just a ball. Well, this is one of those weekends where it is kind of like a lot of uh, guys in the Cleveland area and the, the surrounding area. It is their WrestleMania. Uh, Jay Lit is a very uh, special um, special time uh, given uh, given that it's uh, you know given to JT Lightning as the memorial, and uh, it's just uh, it's crazy and also uh, quite fantastic that it has gone on this long and it only gets bigger every year and uh, now with the girls and uh, the girls night um, it's uh, it's definitely worth uh, a full weekend of wrestling for sure and I think we forgot to mention one of the best elements of the surprises for this year air conditioning air conditioning people we you had no idea. Air conditioning and like uh, bathrooms with toilet paper and sanitary <laughs> conditions and uh, possibly no uh, strep or diseases such as staph infection on benches. It is quite cleaned up. We have come into the 21st century here with this new venue and uh, we hope to keep it for a very long time. I, I completely agree with you. I think the air conditioning just in general, you probably know as well as I do, is there's some very cold days and nights in the winter and some very hot days and nights in the summers. And this, I think now we're going to really feel what it's like just without having to just be dreading sitting there like, I, I love wrestling, but sometimes when you get some of those really hot days and you're just like, oh, just the humidity and, and some of those um, back in turners are just dreadful. AIW has the toughest fans. Let's just put that down as on record that they have um, uh, strived and they persevered through more more conditions than most people do in more because uh, because of the conditions that uh, Turner's Hall uh, gave to us. Uh, I mean, yeah, as a professional wrestler, uh, stuck in tights uh, and I have to sweat because we're in a certain situation. But the winter times, winter time and summertime is both dreadful, dreadful times of year in that Turner's Hall. So all hail the new venue that we have now. And uh, while we're on that, let's let's all hail into the, this first bracket. And Tyson, you're in the, you're in the, the top match bracket. You are right there at the top. It's you versus Raymond Rowe. I mean, obviously, uh, you, you're going to want to take yourself in this match. But how, how do you feel? Uh, how are you preparing yourself going up against Ray Monroe? Ray Death Row. If anybody has had a chance to uh, see our, our our big fellow uh, on any YouTube videos or ROH or any other uh, promotion in Texas and stuff will know that Ray is one big, durable human being. Um, kind of scary in a lot of ways with a kind of a nickname like Ray Death Row. Uh, you know what you're getting into uh, from the moment you step in the ring with him. The thing is, I prepare myself, or I am prepared at all times. My conditioning uh, is always key. However, uh, Ray is one of these guys that uh, is conditioned at all times as well. So I guess the only way we'll have to see what happens here, uh, it will come down to brute strength versus uh, a veteran a veteran knowledge, because uh, Ray's been at this for a while, but he does not have nearly 20 years of wrestling under his belt. And uh, so this is what I go in here with, the whole, the grand scheme of, uh, I'm not saying that I know more, I just am well, I have way more experience uh, in this matter. So let's... Uh, Keep our fingers crossed. If I can wrestle Mark Henry, I can wrestle Raymond Rowe. 
Uh, I, I, I agree with you there. Um, I'll, I'll, since you're here, I mean, not just since you're here, but it would be disrespectful of myself to pick Roe, so I will pick you to win this match. Go on to the next round. Maybe Raymond Rowe, Ray Rowe is going to overlook you, as in he's going to underestimate you because he knows what he has at Absolution, and that's just going to throw his game off, and you, sir, will definitely take advantage of a set set situation. Well, what I can tell you uh, from experience is the bigger the fella, the more they feel as though uh, they they can uh, outpower and they take a lot of uh, take a lot of people for granted. Um, but what Bray is really missing is the enter the the whole entertainment side of things um, that I always bring to every AIW show. Uh, I think the entertainment value that I bring to it more than the wrestling will counteract the strength of Ray. If this makes any sense to you, sir, this is what will get him: is that uh, I will entertain these fans and that man to the point where I can. If that makes any sense, that's what I'm going to do. But once I jump to the next bracket, who who do we have after that? Who, who's who's next in line? Who who do we have on my in my bracket in the A slot? We have Eric Ryan versus. Nick Gage, uh, Eric Ryan, the first winner of the JLIT tournament. And Nick Cage, Gage is, I don't know that much about him. I know of his, his, uh, a little bit of his history. I, I know his CZW background, but other than that, and I know that he just recently came out of prison and he is very hungry for competition. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, just in that alone, the man's scary, right? Got to give it mm-hmm. to Nick. I would say he was a scary man. He's been on lockdown. He's been uh, he's been uh, in the situation where he's had to get hard. You know what I'm saying? He's like mm-hmm. a hardened individual. The chain game mentality, uh, fighting for cigarettes, cigarettes to pay for other things in prison. I don't know how it goes on there. All I know is I've watched Oz a couple times and Orange is the New Black. That's what I've watched. So whatever it is in prison that goes down, I'm not about it. I don't like the idea of it. Uh, I'm hoping that Eric Ryan, uh, as the top uh, individual he is, I'm not saying that Eric Ryan... Uh, uh, is uh, easy by any means, but um, in being comfortable in uh, ways of I do not want to be um, shanked. There we go. I'm just going to say it. I ain't going to get shanked. All right? I'm coming to this J-Lit not to get shanked. So if Eric Ryan will do his job and get past him, which I know he can, he's a tough human being, and move on to the next round, uh, and if I don't have the opportunity to get shanked, perfect, perfect. I will take on an Eric Ryan any day of the week. And uh, a Nick versus Eric in one match, you know whoever comes out of that is going to be banged up and battered and cut mostly. So uh, I'm going to go for Eric in this, and then once Eric's passed, then I'm hoping that it's easy pickings. Um, yeah, Eric Eric is a, a friend of the show. I would have to pick him for this match as well. God bless you, sir. It's, I mean, I mean, they're they're both crazy. I know they're crazy men. Eric Ryan has, has bled more. Well, I've witnessed him bleed more than I've witnessed myself bleed. And that's saying something. It, he, and, and I know he is wanting to be the first two-time JLIT winner. He is a... Former, a multiple-time absolute champion, and I, it's it's hard for me to take that away from him. Nick Gage, uh, I, I, but I do think this could this could be a, a show stealer. Definitely, but I think ring rust will be a factor. Definitely, think re- ring rust is a factor in this uh, in this matchup. And Eric, being the crazy man he is himself, you can see this being a, a battle of nutrition and conditioning. And Eric Ryan it always comes jacked and prepared. 
that's what I think. And moving on to the the other half of the bracket, we have the now former AIW Women's Champion Athena versus Flip Kendrick. Uh, this is, I think, a very very good matchup. I'm gonna go with. Flip. Now, how about you, Tyson? Huh. Well, this is where we differ. Go Athena. Every time. Have you seen the leg on Athena? It's like a thoroughbred. It's like a like a horse made for racing. Good God. That woman got it. It's, uh, and you know what? I'm like, uh, I think that, uh, Flip and his Flip music, I, I can have no part of this. I cannot have this guy go on and on through this tournament, and I have to hear these fans go flip, flip, flip all night long. So, uh, Athena all the way. I think he, the same goes for this. Uh, Flip is, however, he's not, uh, boastful in the ways of his, uh, masculinity or his prowess. I think, uh, being that he is a man, we'll take Athena for granted, and I think that woman. We'll chop him down, uh, and then I will only have to hear his silly little song the one time, and that will be all right with me. Unless he's in a different match on day two, then you're going to have to hear it then. Well, let's not even. Why? Why do you have to bring it up? I don't think this is. <laughs> this is one of these things where we, you know, at least it's only once, uh, once a day. If it's once a day, we're we're gold. Uh, any more than that, uh, like you know, I have to find some headphones. I have to find Beats by Dre. I know they're out there somewhere. I'm going to have to purchase some. I think with uh, Athena and Flip, I'm I'm wondering of how are they going to keep up with each other? Because, I, I mean, I think they're, they're both amazing athletes, and the stuff they do are, at times, cr- just crazy. So, putting them in the ring together, it, it does make a lot of sense to me. I do, too. I like that they're both very, very athletic people. The one thing that I, I give, uh, but their styles kind of contrast, in a way, that uh, Athena is more of a wrecking ball. Anything she does is athletic, but it's like an athletic wrecking ball. Uh, she just comes at you 110 miles an hour with no rhyme or reason to half her stuff. It's just, I'm going to dive on you, and if one of my body parts hits you, then so be it. Whereas Flip is more calculated. Flip, uh, all of Flip's stuff is pretty precise and pretty solid, uh, so when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, Flip is um, Flip is the guy when it comes to the science of high fly, but let's, let's, let's be serious. When you got all you need to do, like precision will get you so far but when it comes to wrecking balls, all the wrecking ball has to do is hit the wall once and it lights out. It's got to be her. Definitely. That's my take. All right. That's my take. <laughs> And uh, the no last match. How much I don't want to hear this music. This is what you're. This is what it's all about. <laughs> so uh, we shouldn't get your music mixed up with his music. Uh, at all? I'm telling you right now, the DMX is nowhere near the amount like kind of music that uh, Flip comes out with. That flippy stuff. Come on. Me and Hot Toss have got the music locked down of entertainment. Just personifies entertainment. Well, speaking of Hot Sauce, your tag team partner is in the next match, and he'll be going up against none other than ECW original. Original Guido. No, uh, as far as Jay Lit goes, um, this is the match that I want to see the most. Well, out of anything that happens this weekend, this is what I want to see. I want to see Hot Sauce Tracy Williams and Little Guido square off in this ring. Little Guido Americano is has no idea what this youngster uh, has uh, in store for him because I know Guido is uh, such as myself. Have been a long, long, long time in this business. We've been running about the same rate. Um, Guido is like extremely gifted, uh, in great shape, never out of shape, just one one of those workhorses that has never stopped, you know, and uh, he knows more stuff than most kids nowadays. 
will ever learn in their lifetime. But uh, that's the one thing about Hot Sauce is Hot Sauce knows it all, <laughs> knows everything that he needs to know, um, you know. And and it's not me just being biased. It's not me because he's my tag partner. Uh, but without a doubt, Hot Sauce wins, and uh, he wins uh, considerably uh, by easy. I think this one's going to be easy for him. I think this is the first round. I think that, that uh, it's going to be like a wrestling match in which both of us really enjoy the entertainment side of wrestling. Um, and you're going to see something really pretty. Um, definitely, definitely my pick uh, for Jay Lit match of the weekend, without a doubt, right there. I enjoy seeing that. I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I can see that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I've, I've never seen Guido live, and it's always cool seeing some of these uh, ECW originals. I know we have one in the second part of the bracket. <laughs> Sorry, dog. We have one in the uh, second part of the bracket, and uh, I, I, I'm going to go with Tracy Williams, too. Yes. See, that's the intelligent choice. He's the more entertaining one of them all. And uh, I think um, whatever happens in this tournament, you're going to see Hot Sauce Entertainment out on top. There's uh, there's no way. There's there's a 50-50 chance. Um, there's only, the only problem is we're in the same bracket, which is a foolish foolish idea by the company. Put us in the same bracket, because that only means that one of us makes it to the finals. But, um, hey, if it's got to be one of us, it's just got to be, I'm happy if it's easy. Either one of us, but this is this is what to watch out for: is me and Ray Rowe and Tracy Williams and Little Guido. And I am telling you right now, if he's even half uh, the guy he was, um, he's going to blow you away. Such as Too Cold Scorpio, who blew us all away at the last AIW show. And one thing I, I think about this weekend that we could see, we could see two rounds later uh, in the semifinals, you versus Tracy Williams. Yeah, this is what uh this is frustrating. I find this very frustrating that it has to be the semifinals. Uh if, if anything, finals would have been my my place to be for a good old fashioned gentleman square off uh of wrestling professionalism. But if it has to be semifinals, it has to be semifinals. Just the way the brackets are made up. It's no it's just the way it goes. So if anything if anything, these people are gonna get the greatest match of all time. It might actually blow people's minds. Like it does uh, you know, you could be brain matter all over the place. Because it's one of these matches that would be off the charts, both wrestling-wise and entertainment-wise. Uh, there'd be nothing else like it. So uh, I actually am gunning for this one, and I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm going to be the victor or that Tracy Williams will be, because I'm more humble than that, and I believe in his stuff. Because uh, why wouldn't I? He's my tag partner. But uh, when it all says uh, said and done, the real winner here is AIW and their fans. That is what I believe. I I, I agree with you on that one. The it's it's definitely looking interesting, and this is only the first of three brackets. Uh, is there any match outside of your bracket? I know you mentioned Hot Sauce and Guido. Is there any matches this weekend, whether it be the other brackets or even day two matches that you're looking forward to, to see witnessing uh, from the other side of the curtain? That's the thing. Um, I haven't even really had a chance. I've seen the I've seen the list. I've seen the lineup that we have uh, a major, a major day of uh, professional wrestling for two days straight. Um, the only thing is, uh, is I've been so consumed with uh Ray Rowe as we as we were. Uh I haven't even looked at the other brackets. I checked in to see where Tracy was. I didn't know about yeah, I, hell, I didn't even know about Athena and Flip in my bracket. It was just 
the fact that it was me and Ray and Tracy and Guido. That is all I've checked so far. Honestly, I don't I don't even know what you know what other ones they have. I know that it's an excellent and Eric Ryan. I didn't even know about Ryan and uh, Nick. I had no idea. Um, but uh, that's not because I'm you know just uh, selfish or just focus on myself. But I have to focus on the fact that uh, they get they have given me the toughest, meanest, baddest. Uh, opponent right off the bat so to prove my worth i will have to first beat him in the first bracket and then i'll have to worry about the rest of the brackets as soon as i'm done and maybe actually take a good long pondering at such but i have like i have no idea no idea i mean i, I know we got a, we got a lot of good matches um in the other other two brackets and of the matches you looking t- forward to seeing what else is there what is there that what what appeals uh day two the day two it was just announced we will see josh alexander versus ethan page for the uh, absolute title we're mm-hmm. also going to see day two something that is going to have a lot more significance now johnny gargano versus samoa joe um some of the other matches we have uh DJZ versus Alec da- Daniels Cedric Alexander versus Colin Delaney, Jennifer Blake versus Del Bruno, Josh Prohibition versus Dick Justice, Too Cold Scorpio versus Cheech, Lewis Linden versus Tyler Thomas, Heidi Loveless versus Davy Vega, and BJ Whitmer versus um Doug Gilbert. Outstanding. What can you say? Outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, outstanding card. Outstanding tournament. Like it, uh, anybody that is a wrestling fan, if they want to watch wrestling at all and have an idea or follow any of these people, any one of them, this is like what a what a great weekend of professional wrestling. Um, the one that sticks out the most though is probably the Samoa Joe and Gargano. And it's not because of Samoa Joe. Uh, don't get me wrong. Samoa Joe is amazing. He's great. You know, he's making his way to bigger and better places. But let's be honest, there is no other human being uh, as good at this uh, wrestling uh, madness than one Johnny Gargano. Probably one of the best uh, in the world. And I wish that kid could uh, get a real good break for it because that right there, sir, is... Uh, a top top pro in my opinion Johnny Gargano I'm a big fan I was like back in indie days I was a huge Kevin Steen fan now Kevin Owens God bless him uh, and I always said that he was a, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time one of my favorites and the same can be said about one Johnny Gargano and uh, hopefully we see he proves his worth and then can move on to brighter pastures as well exactly I think with with Johnny it's um, well it's, I know what I'm hoping it's Good things come to those who wait, and um, hopefully the longer he has to wait, the the better deal comes to him. But, I don't know, it just, it's one of those things we just got to wait for. It's just the window. Yep. It's just about the window. <laughs> so that'll do it for the uh, first portion. I want to thank you once again, Tyson, for coming on. Is there any... Um, Plugs or anything you like to throw out before you go? Well, uh, everybody, just follow this man on Twitter at Tyson Dukes D-U-X. Don't be pronouncing it Docs. Makes me very angry. Tyson Duke. And you know what? That's that's about it. You know, I I usually uh, push my stuff through Twitter. Hopefully, I can get a few more followers and they buy a couple T-shirts, a couple pictures, and uh, keep this old man going at this thing. And if you can, follow yourselves on Hot Sauce and uh, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams as well. Uh, uh, the two of us uh, will be wrestling tag team action at a uh, venue uh, nearby. You'll see us anytime at AIW, Crushing Skulls, and Achich and uh, Delaney, we are coming for you. Make that very clear. We want those titles, and we're coming for you now. 
Words from the man himself. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Pardon the interruption. AIW fans, this is Aaron Bauer on the heels of the best gala for the gold AIW has ever presented. But maybe not for you, Hot Sauce Winners, because you came up short twice tonight. But, you know, people are saying you've got a lot of potential. Yeah, potential means nothing if you're not winning fights, okay? First of all, it's Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. And it seems like every time I look at these AIW cards, I see the name Tracy Williams in some kind of scramble fight. Hell, today I was in a fight with 30 men. What am I supposed to do there? Half the things these guys do out there is only called wrestling because they do it in a ring. I'm there to rip people apart. I'm there to break people's... Whoa, hey, hey. Aaron, how's it going? Hot sauce! You know what, hot sauce? Maybe you need to gear down. Maybe you need to settle down a wee bit. You're scaring the children. You don't want to scare the children. I've been here a while now. I've been doing pretty good. And I can tell you one thing. It's not about intensity. It's about entertaining. Oh, it's all about entertaining. Look, kid. Think about you it. You got a world of potential here, but you're just not bringing that entertainment like my man, the entertainer Tyson Dukes. You know we watch grass grow together. We watch paint dry together. Yeah. You think it's boring? What? It sounds boring, but not when the entertainers are involved. Think about it, hot sauce, and get back to me. Something. It could be the start of a beautiful relationship. Folks, here we are, AIW exclusive, uh, LFC, with a man who over the last two years has been synonymous with everything that AIW is about. And Just a little bit. Tim Donst, uh, you know, obviously the very emotional speech that you gave back in, back in February. Now here you are, you, you were off last month, you're back here in Cleveland. Uh, obviously I would be remiss if I did not ask you, how's your health? How, how's everything going? Uh, you know, I think I lucked out in the sense where, as of now, it looks like the cancer is probably contained. Uh, it was contained in my kidney, which obviously they removed. Um, so in that sense, you know, hopefully I'm all right as of right now. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of tests, there's a lot of blood work that has to be done until I get the full stamp of approval, which could take months to years to never. What do you, what do you mean never? You, you said the cancer is... They, they took out whatever it is that they took out. Yeah, but they're really concerned about, you know, I'm 27 years old, so this shouldn't have been an issue for someone this young. I'm just kind of scared. I'm lucky in the sense they don't believe it's the rare kind, but it's not necessarily the kind that's never going to come back, which is scary, but I'm just taking it one day at a time. That's all I can do. Well, okay, so I, I guess another question is, is when are you going to be back in the ring? There's no definitive... Uh, moment in time I'm ever going to be cleared to wrestle. Obviously, that's where my heart is, but the doctors don't know what's up with me, so I don't know what's up either, which is really heartbreaking because obviously I can't wait to go back there. I hate being here, like not being in that ring. Well, you say that you hate being here. You know, I I know the fans would be very happy to see that you're here today, you know, in any capacity. You know, and the, the folks who run AIW, they've told you and they've told me 
that you will always have a place here. I know we're doing commentary tonight. I know Mike can always use some help at the concession stand, or you know, if you want to referee or help Gary and Shannon, you know, they're gonna they want you to be part of AIW forever. Well, I don't think I'd ever do a concession stand. No offense. Uh, I don't think I'd look very good in black and white by any means, unless you know I'm a member of the NWO. Uh, but you know, as much as I love doing commentary, especially with you, I've known you since what I was 16 years old, perhaps. 10 years, over 10 years now. Um, we haven't aged at all. Uh, as much as I like love coming here and I love the people here, and most importantly, I love all the fans supporting this, so I thank you. Uh, it really hurts me to be like this close to like wrestling and not be in that ring. Um, you know, because obviously you could argue that maybe I contribute a little bit with my knowledge of being a wrestler and then going behind the mic and calling matches. But, you know, my brain, I have so much to contribute yet uh, in that ring, so much left to do that every time I watch a show that I'm not a part of, like, my heart breaks even more. It's, like, really tough for me. You mentioned it's not a, it's not done yet, though. You, you mentioned that there's still a chance that, you know, they, they don't know the cancer's completely gone yet. But you said you have blood work, you have more appointments. When's your next doctor's appointment? Uh, May 20th, actually. And um, what is that before? Uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, the J-Lit. J-Lit uh, JT Lightning Invitational yeah, Tournament, so May I mean, 22nd and 23rd. Uh, I mean, I can't say never because I think, you know, I'm sure I'll pop around sooner or later. But depending on how this, you know, doctor's appointment goes, uh, you might not see me for a while, which isn't, uh, you know, me trying to be a jerk to anybody, just emotionally, like, it's really, really tough for me to be here. Uh, so, whether it be this weekend or probably Jayla weekend, because generally I really like that weekend. It's a fun weekend. That uh, might be the last time you uh, hear from me, at least, find that microphone, well, depending on the diagnostic. You've made it this far. I've been behind you. The fans have been behind you. Everybody's been behind you. want you to pull through with this. I can wait till May 20th to find out. I want to see you back in the ring, but I want you to be medically cleared to be able to get in that ring. You know, I don't want you in there too soon. I don't think the fans want you in there too soon because they want you in the ring. We want you here in AIW. Fans want you in the ring. You want to be in the ring. But whatever that doctor says on May 20th, I want to know, and I think everybody at home watching this probably wants to know what that doctor tells you on May 20th. Yeah, and if I don't come to jail, then I'll just, you know, give you guys the, you know, the permission to announce it, but, uh, Depending on how emotional it is, maybe I'll come to. I well, haven't decided yet. I still got faith. I got hopes. I'm, I know you're going to get through this. I want you to listen to the doctor. I'm waiting for May 20th. I'm glad you came out with us today. Is there anything else that you want to say to the fans and everybody watching at home? Sure. I just want to thank everybody so much for the tweets, the Facebook messages, uh, friends of the texts and everything else. You know, I really lucked out in this sense where as scary as this thing was for a long time, and it still is scary, I never felt like it was a one-on-one battle. You know, I always felt like it was a handicap match, being me, my friends, my fans, and my family against uh, cancer. So I just want to tell you guys how much I, I deeply appreciate it very much. Tim, thanks for uh, letting everybody know what's going on, and, you know, we hope a month from now we get great news. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. And we're back right here on the Ohio Indie Report, and this time we have a former WWE superstar. No, sadly, it's not um, Too Cold Scorpio. 
or uh, Guido. But he was also in ECW, but not that ECW. We have none other than the guy who won me some money at one point, Colin Delaney. That's right, from the ECW that made money. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> I've heard I've heard you say that multiple times before. I like to make that point because a lot of people are like, you're not from that ECW. It's like, listen, uh, that ECW failed. That ECW tanked. My ECW made money for somebody. Me for a minute, but somebody else definitely made money off it. That's very true. Makes total, total sense. <laughs> but it's it, it just, it's, it's, it's splitting hairs at the same time. I mean, obviously, we know you're not from the ECW, but you still were technically in ECW, and that's all that counts. You're not making a false claim. Right, right. But, I mean, the ECW, that's up for interpretation. I mean, my ECW is the only ECW some people know, as sad as that may sound. <laughs> I know. It, it's, um, it'd be like people nitpicking, which I've never, because I've heard people nitpick you, but no one ever says, like, oh, Matt Hardy, you're a former ECW champion, but you weren't the, like, that ECW champion. Like, come on. Right, so you can be a former ECW champ, but they, you know, you can't be a former ECW superstar if you were on that ECW. People are, people are splitting hairs now, all right? Listen. And I still think one of my favorite memories, and I've talked, talked this about you before, um, before, is the first gauntlet, actually, no, the first show at Turner's, and you walked out with a former WWE superstar sign that yes. was on the side of the road. I uploaded it from I, the side of the road by the exit. And the, I remember seeing that, and I, I for, for some reason, like at that point, like I for, I totally forgot that you were in ECW. It, it, I weren't, I wasn't connecting with you that with that anymore. So like when you came out with that, I'm like, oh, okay. And then that's what I thought it was for. Then it turns out it was actually some other show that had some other former WWE superstar. Yeah, it was for you. another another show that had Michael Tarver on it, and he was their former uh, WWE superstar. And it's like, listen, I love Tarver, but I mean, I'm just as much a former WWE superstar as he is. I'm taking this sign. It's mine now. Yeah. The, I have, we haven't heard much from him in a while. At least I haven't. But I don't um, know. Me neither. To, to some people out there, I know that's a good thing because I, I know his 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 yeah his history with other people so yeah. I've got no problem with him I've always enjoyed the man but no I haven't seen him in uh, a bunch of years he used to be a bit of a an Ohio mainstay right he's from that area mm-hmm. uh, from Akron where I'm from uh, I I can't remember the last time he had a uh, booking I know it was probably with I don't remember the name of the organization I just know this one organization that booked him a lot and I don't know if they're even around anymore Akron represent go zips are they still the zips <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'm actually, I'm well, I'm I'm living in Akron, but I'm from Kent, closer closer to Kent, really. I can't say from Kent. I grew up oh, in a I small town. I yeah, can't I grew, off the I grew top up of my head give you Kent's mascot, but I know that Akron's a zip, so it's all I'm giving you. Golden, fl- golden flashes. Oof. My hometown has produced a UFC fighter, though. Oh, watch out! So is mine. Mine is uh, Jessica Evilai. Ooh, mine's Bones Jones. If. Jessica wins her next fight. She will fight the winner of Ronda Rousey's next fight. No way! So if she wins her next fight, she gets to lose to Ronda Rousey in twelve seconds. No, no, no. She'll she'll beat Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Get out! Of no one's gonna beat Ronda Rousey. People said the same thing about Tyson and all all these other fighters. Eventually, they get beat. I'm putting yeah. my, I'm, uh, granted, I'm partial, right. I'm biased, but I am going to put my money on in that basket because I, I know what she has gone through and her, her story is just, uh, is absolutely crazy. And, and she's probably going to have some, some odds where you'll win like good money if she wins. Like you can put like 10 bucks on and you'll probably win like real money. Seriously, if, if that match happens, I know if she wins her next fight and goes up against it, 
I might actually do that. Yeah, man, just throw like a ten spot down because she's got to like you got to think she's gonna have like I don't know ten one odds or something like something pretty bad because Rousey, especially if Ronda Rousey beats her next opponent in the fashion she's been beating all of her opponents, like mm-hmm. the odds won't be good for this girl. So you could just throw like a five spot or a ten spot down and probably make some real money. It'll be like betting on Colin Delaney and going for the gold. Mm, that's something that I know all all too well, <laughs> and that won me I forget how much money hundred and hundred. 150, 125. Wow. I don't remember. All, all I know is the money went towards renewing my plates because I got home the next day, was explaining to my girlfriend at the time what happened, and then I went, oh, fuck, i got to renew my plates in a couple days. I'll be back. There it so, is. And then you can win some more money on the... Uh, didn't, did you say you won the J-Lit betting one year, too? Same year. Wow. Same year. Since then, I no longer compete in the in the betting because <laughs> I'm like... I, Retired champion. I, I, I won both in the same yeah, year. Right. Nobody's going to do that. I'm done. Exactly. Going out on top. Leaving on a high note. And, and I think... Uh, what was it? It was a tweet from you because that was the year we did hashtag things I learned at J-Lit. And we, we were doing it like Monday and Tuesday after... Jaylet and one of them was from you, and I have this tweet saved. Is uh, at Heavyset three three zero wins every AIW game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You there uh, that year? You had the you were the double crown winner. You were uh, had them both. And uh, I think I remember after the uh, Jaylet, like I mean, because it, if you do the bracket, you want to know who won. I'm just like big and two one. He's like you. And I'm like shut the fuck up. <laughs> Man, we got some betting coming up tomorrow. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people, and uh, maybe you can uh, help some people with what your thoughts on your particular bracket. Granted, you're going to be a little little biased in your match, but, I mean, that's 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 perfectly fine here. Sure. But let's start off with the very top of bracket B, and that's DJZ from Dudes on TV versus... Alex Daniels, a little bit yeah, of a, a little bit of a preview for the Absolution match we're going to see. Sure, sure. I was going to say this one's got a, a a little bit going on. Not a lot of the matches in JLit would seem to have much rhyme or reason, but if there's one that kind of looks like it does, it's this one. These guys have competed against each other a couple times in uh, in multiple man format over the last couple months, so I'm not mistaken. So, uh, I mean, if you're asking me, probably DJZ, because he's got the experience. Uh, but Alex Daniels could always surprise you. He's young, he's hungry, and he's kind of unpredictable. He's wild. He, he does some things that uh, you wouldn't expect him to do and that uh, you wouldn't think that a guy uh, of his size and stature would do. He's much more athletic than he looks. But if I'm going, I got to go DJZ, I think. Um, I want to go Alex Daniels, but I got to... I got a surprise pick in the the next set of brackets, so I'm gonna pick DJ Z. I think DJ Z is a safe pick, but if like if you're like uh, I don't know if you're looking for like the 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 Butler pick or like the uh, what's that team that uh, God what was the team that had the huge upset this year. Uh, they had the coach and son on it. You follow college basketball at all? Vaguely, I think I know. Are you talking about the team that beat Kentucky? No, no, because no, Kentucky won all the time. This team, uh, they wiped out someone in the first round, and no one thought they had a chance. Uh, and like the son, the the coach uh, blew his knee out, winning whatever tournament to get into the tournament, like winning their bracket. So he was on a, a rolly chair with his leg up, and his son drains the three pointer to give him the lead, and he falls out of the rolly chair. It was crazy. So if you're looking for a pick like that one, you're going to pick Alex Daniels. But I think the safe pick, the uh, you know the old standby like the Duke or whatever Duke or Kentucky uh, is going with uh, going with the DJZ. I, I think too, if we go with other members of respected teams being here, DJZ does have Raymond Rowe 
lurking about, and we know they're all for helping each other out. Joshua Vision is also there, so sure, anything can happen. Could, anything can happen. So but that matchup, uh, that matchup I, winds up pretty. Uh, like I said, if there's one matchup that you can go, well, this one, uh, this one's got a little more meaning behind it than just two guys wrestling. It's going to be their fun. Mm-hmm. And then we have your match versus Cedric Alexander. Yes. Uh, Cedric Alexander, who is a gentleman who I am uh, a very big fan of. Uh, I really enjoy his work uh, in Ring of Honor and in all of the independents that I've seen him in. But, once again, got to go experience. I mean, not only have I been around AIW for longer and been in more J-Lits, uh, I've been around wrestling for longer, man. And uh, when it comes down to it, so I've just got a lot of flashy moves, but he's coming in my house. At the end of the day, I'm a former AIW heavyweight champion. I'm a current AIW tag team champion, and uh, he's got that to come into. So uh, he may big, be a big uh, Ring of Honor star right now, and he may be very impressive. He may have just wrestled Okada last weekend. Who's to say? But coming in my house. <sighs> yeah, I think you're one of a handful of people left that has been in every Jaylet tournament. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do the TPI. Well, well, we, we, we don't count that. Okay, I'm, yeah, I was going to say, I missed the Todd Pattengill. I was on the show. Uh, I think me and Jimmy wrestled uh, Kay Fernandez and Dalton Castle. But going with actual Jaylet tournaments. Yeah, oh, I no, I mean, uh, I've I've been all the way to the semifinals before. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm no stranger to the Jaylet tournament. Mm-hmm. But what, what I'm saying is you are one of, like, only a handful of people who've been in all the Jaylets. Yes, sir. You, Eric, you, Eric Ryan, and Chuck. Josh Prohibition off the top of my head, maybe Lewis Linden? Mm, yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. What about Vega? Do we not have Vega in all of them? Uh, Vega, that's an, an, another good one. I think he has been in all of them. Yeah, so there's a, there's a handful of us, but there's not many, man. Uh, so that's nothing to like, you know, you can't count that out. This tournament's one of the most unpredictable tournaments in wrestling. It has been right mm-hmm. from the... Right from the very first one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, being in all of them is definitely an advantage of these because we know a little bit more of uh, what to do and how to play it and how not to look past any round. Mm-hmm. And uh, next match, we have Girl Dynamite Jennifer Blake versus Alexandro Del Bruno. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to this one. This is one of those, when you look at the tournament, uh, it's one of those, uh, I don't know, could could shock some people. Could be could be the uh, the sleeper match of the night. You know, I think there's a lot of matches on there that people are uh, staring down and saying, "Wow, this one's got potential to be a match of the night." But I don't think a lot of people are picking this one, but I think it could. I've seen, I've known Del Bruno for a lot, a lot of years, uh, and I've also known Jen Blake for a lot of years, and I've seen both of them do incredible things. And Alessandro mm-hmm. Del Bruno, uh, t- for those of you out there who watched that Raw tournament that just happened, did anyone see that match with him and Ethan Page? from Alpha One? I did not. Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's, uh, Alessandro Del Bruno is coming into this one with something to prove. I feel like Alessandro Del Bruno is that guy, in the, one of those guys in that JLO tournament that's really looking to make his name name in AIW. And he's got a chance to here against Jen Blake. But Jen Blake has been wrestling about as long as I have. Uh, I did my first shows with Jen Blake back probably 10, 12 years ago. So uh, Jen Blake definitely has the experience on her side, and she's also another one who's not afraid to get her hands dirty. She will go ape shit if she has to. Uh, if I'm picking one, man, I like to pick one girl to move on in the tournament every year. 
Uh, and there's there's all three women are very exceptional. Yeah, Athena, uh, Blake, and Heidi. Yeah, man. I think I think I'm uh, I'm going experience on this one. I'm going to go Jen Blake, but I think that potentially people are going to start looking at Del Bruno in a very different light soon and think of him as uh, more of a more of a viable competitor, more of a top guy, more of a guy that they're looking to looking forward to seeing. Del Bruno is definitely on that list of people who are in this tournament. Like I think him, uh, Tyler Thomas, and uh, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams are guys who are fairly new to AIW, and you have two places to show off your talent. Yeah. One of them being the Gauntlet, which we've seen, we saw, seen all three of them. Now it's time for these three to see what we, they can do in the Jailet. And it's it's funny because we have these three fairly newcomers, and then we have three women. And I think all six of these individuals have something to prove. And we have one match where they're pit up against each other. Yeah, and that's I, and that's that's this one. And uh, uh, all three of those guys, it's this is really their first chance in AIW to step out of the scramble role and get into a one-on-one encounter and really show what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I'm going to pick somebody, who did you pick? I picked Blake. Blake. I'll pick Del Bruno. All right. Okay. I mean, it, this one, it's honestly, uh, like most of these matchups, are kind of a coin flip, but mm-hmm. this one is definitely, for me, uh, a bit of a coin flip because I can see Del Bruno just throwing caution to the wind and going just too crazy for, for Jen Blake to be able to, to, to catch up with and, and Del Bruno could catch her. <sighs> definitely. And, the last match in this particular bracket, Josh Prohibition versus Dick Justice. I have yeah. no idea what to expect from this match, but in a very, very good way. Yeah, uh, last year I was knocked out of the tournament first round by Josh Prohibition. Um, is this this is going to be Dick Justice's first year in the J-Lit, right? I, so. I don't think he was in it last year. I believe so because I think he was still with the Curtain, the Iron, the Iron Curtain last year. Yeah, so this is his uh, his Jaylen debut. He's really looking to uh, to make a push. But honestly, if you look going into last year's tournament, I think I had all the momentum on my side going into last year's Jaylen, and Josh Prohibition upset me. I would say mm-hmm. um, Jaylen's just a time where Josh Prohibition shines. And as much as I love Dick Josh, as much as I love. My my red, white, and blues brother. I gotta go with the, the once again. I gotta go with experience here. I gotta go with the the, the standby. Josh Prohibition steps it up when it comes to Jail at Weekend. Uh, JT Lightning was one of the guys who who taught Josh Prohibition everything he knows. So he really, really turns it on when it comes to this tournament. And I, it's he's the one that's uh, you. Can, it's tough to bet against him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Dick Justice because if I'm correct, I don't have all the the past Jaylets in my head exactly, but I want to say Josh Prohibition has made it on to the second round every year. Wow, so you're saying you're saying Dick Justice is looking to break the streak? I, I believe so. You're saying I know Dick in the Justice first... is going to Brock Lesnar, uh, Josh Prohibition's Undertaker-like streak? If that streak is correct, uh, yeah. Man. I, I would really need to look it up, because I know he went against, went against J- Johnny, not Johnny, he went against Matt first year, and I know he won. Yep, uh, he took me out last year. Took you out last year, and then... Who was after that? Or was that... The in-between year. We're missing an in-between year here. I thought he went up... Didn't he go against Johnny one year? I don't know. I feel like he might have gone against Johnny in the second round. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but basically, he's, yeah, he's a, for me, he's a tough. He's 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 the impossible one to bet against. I can't. There's no uh, no way I'm I'm putting money against him. The only way I would, I mean, I think it's kind of also it's gonna could help out Dick Justice is the fact that Raymond Rowe is also there in the evening, and he would love to just 
cost him the match. Sure, sure. I, I mean, I hear you. I'm, I just can't. Once again, he's too good in this tournament. Mm-hmm. I think that will do it for the uh, the the second part of the bracket. Is there any other match in the tournament or this weekend that you are looking forward to? Oh man, uh, like I said, this is one of the most unpredictable tournaments in all of wrestling, and and one of the most unpredictable tournaments. That, uh, I mean, the wrestling has really ever had uh, that I can remember as far as like the big indie tournaments. Um, so I never know what to expect in this one. Uh, the fact that Doug Gilbert's going to be there and wrestling BJ Whitmer, uh, awesome, super duper mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, very excited for that one. Um, I mean, we got Samoa Joe, Johnny Gargano going on. We uh, we luckily get us some Josh Alexander, Ethan Page. I just saw that's happening night two. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, Cheech, Too Cold Scorpio, my boy Cheech with the man, Too Cold Scorpio. That's uh, that's also kind of interesting that, I mean, you're in bracket B, he's in bracket C, but in bracket A, we have Tyson Dukes and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Yeah, yeah, they could collide. Hot Sauce Entertainment mm-hmm. could be uh, shorter-lived than we all think. They could uh, could cause a little bit of a rift if they got to, uh, they got to face off for a J-Lit spot, you know? But, uh... Well- no, well, earlier in this just, episode, Scorpio, uh, come on. Oh, I know. But earlier in this episode, uh, Tyson Dukes said that him and Hot Sauce are coming for you and Cheech. Really? Yes. Well, I mean, bring it on. Uh, Tyson Dukes has thought been wrestling more longer than I've been alive, which is probably close to true. Um, but me and Cheech have so much tag team wrestling experience. Uh, I don't. These these belts aren't going anywhere anytime soon. That's for sure. I'd love it if they brought some because I love Tyson Dukes and I love Hot Sauce Chase Williams. I think they're both phenomenal competitors. Uh, I'd love to wrestle them, but as far as them taking these belts off of us, I don't see it happening. Not uh, not anytime in the near future. It, it it could be very interesting to see who's going to vibe for those tag team titles because I did kind of hear uh, a little rumblings. The the fuckets are are getting anxious. I, I don't know what their story is, but. Uh, uh, there's a lot of great tag teams that pass through AIW uh, mm-hmm. that I would love to lock up with. Uh, the Hooligans, I would love a return of the Hooligans. I would love to square off with those two guys. I'd love to take on the Fuckets. I mean, uh, AIW's tag team division, a lot of people are saying that it's kind of depleted right now, but I mean, not really. The tag teams that pass through are still some top-notch teams coming through AIW. So, I don't know. Me and Cheech are always ready to infinity and beyond. That's where we're going. I'm pretty sure AIW has a couple tag teams that they could call up and book at any particular moment, depending on if, I don't know, who's on the list and who's not on the list, so that's always questionable. (laughs) The list. Something that, as a fan, I'd love to know just who's on it, but yeah, it's... But I think I think that's there's there's the magic that the the list exists because sometimes, when someone is no sometimes I'll sometimes somebody and they'll just be like they're on the list and I'm like they're on the list man well it's 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 kind of weird because just because AIW doesn't book somebody doesn't mean they're on the list too that's one thing sure. I do kind of like so so you kind of assume like oh this guy hasn't been booked in forever they're on the list and then what? they make a surprise comeback and you're like oh my god. They're not on the list. Okay, everything's good. Okay. Sure, I'm sure many people thought Ray Rowe was on the list for a good minute, but Ray Rowe's there. Mm-hmm. There's a... You never know who's going to show up, but the list does entertain me as well. All right. Uh, is there anything also just from this weekend in general uh, that you're excited for? Just I mean, as as a whole. Jayla weekend's always a great one. Uh, you know, I, I live... Uh, 
just four hours from Cleveland, but I've been doing AIW for a good long time now. So I've gotten to become very close with a lot of the people uh, at AIW. So it's always nice when I don't just have to drive four hours in and drive four hours home. I can stay, I can relax, I can get to spend some quality time with some friends that I don't necessarily get to see very often. The Potential minimum. I know uh, sometimes the, the Friday night after party. Well, I don't. I don't think there's an official one like there was last year. But I've, sometimes it's just everybody convenient at the, the right spot. And normally, I mean that's been that's been a kind of a tradition with Jaylen. Once again, I just like getting around people that I don't get to see very often and getting to spend some time with some guys that I don't see and getting to. Uh you know, whenever my match is done, getting to sit back and, and actually check the tournament out for a little bit. That's always fun for me, too. All right. And uh, I think that'll do it. Uh, thank you for coming on, Colin. Is there any type of uh, plugs or anything you'd like to throw out there? Nah, I mean, I'm good. Go check out this tournament. If you're listening to this, it's probably either tonight or tomorrow on your way to the show. So get hyped! <laughs> Uh, I I couldn't said it better myself. So once again, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll be back right after this. I see, you know, I see exactly what's happening. I see what is going on here. People want to reach off of us. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Because uh, we're awesome and famous. Mm-hmm. Why are we famous? Because uh, we're on TV. That's right. <laughs> we are dudes on TV. We are AIW originals who have taken our talents and made something of ourselves. But now I see. The old breed, the old guard, stay here, kind of like in high school, you know, when we all went to college and we, you know, got real jobs and they kind of hung out and worked in the Sears or some shit. <laughs> People that didn't do anything with themselves. Now, granted, they've had some success, but they're not dudes on TV. I mean, look at this lineup. Look at what we have. We have Son of Havoc, Lucha Underground. M Dog 20, Matt Cross, the most innovative high flyer in the history of wrestling. We have DJZ. And with it, bah, 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 style, substance, the wild card. We have Raymond Rowe, one half of the war machine, absolutely killing it. Killing it in Ring of Honor. And we have me, AC3. The next TNA World Heavyweight Champion on July 10th at Absolution. I'm going to bring that title, and we're going to bring one more of us, and we're going to go to a Cleveland street fight with Johnny Gargano, the big shebang, the big fish in the small pond. We're going to go in there with Joshua Prohibition, the new godfather of Cleveland wrestling. What do we do? What he can do? We're going to go in there Alex Daniels, the number one prospect coming out of Cleveland today. Well, let me hit you with a bump, 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 splat. Nobody cares. And we're going to go in there with the Young Bucks, the supposed internet darlings, the supposed most excellent, awesome tag team in the whole world. Two guys who I know firsthand will make no one here suck it. We're not sucking anything. No, no, no. We are dudes on TV. July 10th at Absolution. We're going to kill everyone. Anyone that thinks this little ankle sprain is going to slow down Raymond Rowe doesn't know anything about me. I'm hard to kill. I took a motorcycle and drove it 50 miles an hour into a car. 
You think this ankle sprain is going to slow me down at all? Especially when I'm lined up with the rest of dudes on TV. You think I'm going to let these guys down? Josh Prohibition, this ain't over, brother. This is war. No games here. That's why we're on TV, because that shit's good! And welcome back for the third portion of the Ohio Indie Report. And we are here with uh, a man that was mentioned a lot last year without even being on the show. He even kind of got a nickname briefly. It's none other than Mr. Underrated Davey Vega. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Though, uh, there were people, like, really dogging you last show. Yeah, I don't... I, I Honestly, I don't think uh, the Mr. Underrated uh, moniker fits anymore. And, uh, I mean, I think the crowd is actually starting to get a little bit sick of me. I, I don't know. <laughs> and you're currently... Where are you listed on the longest reigns for the Intense title? Uh, I'm either in third or about to pass second. Um, and I think, I want to say August. I have to make it past August, uh, like, 20th, I think, to be the longest reigning. Um, so, uh, obviously that we're in May, uh, at the end of May, and the next show is, uh, this upcoming weekend. Um, I don't think my title's on the line in the tournament, possibly. Mm. I don't think so, but, uh... No, no, I mean, not, not that we know of. Yeah, you're if, not going to be. If it you're, is you're not going to me. I was gonna say unless you want to be like Michael Elgin and just put your title up through the whole tournament. Yeah, right, right. But, but that's uh, that's some, that's some ultimate cockiness. Right. So the the next show after that is um, July sometime. So um, uh, I really like with it being beginning of the summer and I only have to make it to August. I I have a pretty like I have a really really good shot and a really reasonable shot of being the longest reigning intense champion, uh, which is really excuse my language language really fucking cool uh to be able to put my name in like the history books like that for aiw and if i'm correct it's you're you're still like very far away from being the longest uh champion within aiw with counting all the titles because i think allison k has that locked up with her 20-year reign as as champion yeah i mean she uh she aged well during her uh during her defenses but uh yeah 20 years long time give it give it up to her um it's it, it, it's 20 give or take a a, a couple of years yeah who knows i mean i, I know what it felt like I think, it felt like 20 i i, I know i've broken uh i want one record already with the title uh and that's how many opponents i've faced that i've defended against um i think i've i have the the, the record for the most defenses and the most opponents within those defenses because you know as you know me mr uh mr multi-man or multi-wrestler match yes uh, that that counts as uh the, the, all everybody in the match counts as an opponent so yeah, I think your one-on-one title matches are, are the rare ones. Right. I, I I can I think the only one I can think of is at the last show, but I know there's ones before that. It's just been so long that's uh, the only uh, one I can remember. Uh, Saban before that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I I I'm sure there's a Lewis Linden match scattered in there. Oh, and uh, Pete Dunne. Yes. So there's yeah it's it's uh um, it's a little bit different of uh, a little bit different defenses than your normal uh, than your normal champion but uh, I'm I'm open to any and every challenge so and all right let's get into this bracket and we're gonna start off with the first match two cold Scorpio versus one half of the IW tag team champions Cheech 
You know, I, I just heard the stat recently that before um, the Gauntlet, I almost said the wrong show, but before Gauntlet, Two Cold Scorpio hadn't wrestled in six months. I heard it was uh, a year. I heard it. Um, I heard it from Thorn that it was six months. Okay. So maybe it, maybe it yeah. was six months, but I, I thought someone said a year. Maybe I got uh, maybe I'm misinformed. But either way, the guy looked like a million bucks and obviously can still go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like both of these guys. I think uh, obviously Cheech is a champion for a reason, um, and uh, he I like uh, I like his style. I like what he does in the, in the ring. But I mean, I gotta go with I gotta go with Scorpio here, right? Like that's if there'd be a mutiny if I don't pick him, right? <laughs> you would you you would think so. Uh, I'm gonna go with with Scorpio too. Cheech, I've not, not taken nothing nothing away from Cheech. He's phenomenal, but I don't know too too cold Scorpio. The match he had with RSP that that was a surprising good match. I don't I don't I don't know what I expected from it, but I just know it was much better. It was and, awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, like the fact that uh you know if, if he moves on, that just means you get to see Two Cold Scorpio more more during the weekend and that's that's okay in my book. That's like that's a fucking plus. Uh definitely. And the the next match is Lewis Linden versus uh, Tyler Thomas, a uh, fairly, fairly newcomer at AIW. I, I think he's going to shock a lot of people and, and beat Lewis Linden. Uh, that, this one's a tough one because uh, Tyler Thomas is super talented, and he's so young. He's like, I don't even think he's 21. And he's only been wrestling for two years. Uh, super talented, super uh, athletic. Uh, he's got that. Uh, he's got that. Uh, the, he's got like blue chipper written all over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's kind of got like that. Uh, that baby face. Uh, you know. Uh, and and people seem to like him. He does some daredevil things. And the only issue that I see is Lewis is so experienced and Lewis is so good. Like I hate saying that because you you know uh, I I've had my run-ins with Lewis, but he like. Lewis, you think you're three steps ahead of Lewis, and he's twelve steps ahead of you. Like it's 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 crazy, and the fa- and I think the experience factor is going to play in. I think Lewis has got this in the bag. I, I could I could definitely see that. Uh, I, I will say Tyler Thomas is he's been very very impressive. He's he, he almost kind of reminds me of you in some of these uh, six pack challenge yeah. scrambles. Yeah, he um because uh, I know when I first started off, like when I was doing the scrambles, um you know I would I would see or I would hear people like oh yeah if Vega's just there um, and then over the course of it I started uh, you know carving out my niche I guess you can say and uh, I think that's I think that's what he's doing he's he's taking the ball and he's running with it like I did and that's uh, that's exactly what he needs to do I just he, and he's super talented and you know what he may he may get an upset but I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Lewis on this one and speaking of you we have Heidi Loveless versus yourself I'm what how are how, how are you preparing for this match uh, uh, I've I've wrestled Heidi once before, um, and I was on the losing end of that exchange. Um, I know a little bit of what she does. Uh, um, I'm she's one of th- there's maybe a handful of women's wrestlers that I actually like um, uh, and, and enjoy watching, um, and she is one of them. Um, it, preparing wise, I you know, nothing I, nothing out of the ordinary that I don't normally do. Um, you know, just training and, and watching tape and figuring out ways to, uh, you know, uh, figure out ways to make her have her make mistakes. So it's uh, I, I'm a, I guess uh, I guess I have to go with myself on this one, right? Since everybody else is going for Heidi Loveless. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'll, I'll, I'll pick you in this one, I mean, because she's not here, and you, you are, and you are Mr. Underrated. So maybe people are underrating you in this match. I mean, Heidi's been really hot lately. She's put, in, I think, a lot of work in AIW in general since she first showed up. Teaming with Annie has only made it better, and she's gotten better along the way, not just teaming, but, I mean, obviously around the world. She just recently went to Japan, uh... The Young Lions Cup before that, uh, she's got a, she's got a very bright future, I, I can definitely say that. Yeah, she, um, the Heidi from two, uh, even a year ago to now is night and day, and she's super talented and, like, so, she's so good, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I, I have to go with myself, like, I have to be confident in myself, but I think that's, uh, you know, with, with people, uh, seemingly not, uh, uh, me losing favor in some people's eyes at, uh, at, at AIW, and they, they want to see an upset, and that, that's cool, I get that, that's what it's all about, but, uh, yeah, she's good, man, like, I, I mean, I have my work cut out for me, but I, I definitely, I have to go with myself, I have to, I have, to have confidence in myself. Oh, uh, definitely, because, I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't pick yourself, and that's just that's some bad confidence. Right. And yeah, we, we we definitely think you can get on to the next round. It might not be easy, but the work's got to be done. Yeah, definitely. And then the last match in the bracket is B.J. Whitmer versus Doug Gilbert. This, um, and I think in this whole bracket, this is a match I am highly looking forward to. These are two veterans in their own right, and I I don't know that much about Doug Gilbert, but I faintly reading up on certain things. And B.J. is, I mean, he's freaking B.J. Whitmer at this point. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, I'm going to pick one here. Oh, actually, we'll let, I'm going to let you pick first because look at it of who do you think you'll be fighting in the second round? Uh, I would uh, obviously love to uh, test my mustard, so to speak, against Doug Gilbert. Uh, That would be uh, amazing and a worthwhile experience in my eyes. Um, So, nothing, nothing against BJ. Because love BJ, BJ's amazing. Uh, I've learned I've learned quite a bit from BJ myself, just traveling with him and, and uh, you know being around him and watching his stuff for however long I have been watching it. But uh, obviously, uh, you know, being able to work, uh, get in the ring, and uh, be in the ring with somebody of like a, a beneficial, no matter what happens. And I mean, at the same time, even if you win up against BJ, that that's also uh, testing your mustard up against, if I'm correct, the longest uh, intense champion. Oh yeah, like there you go. Uh, you know, you could see, uh, uh, you could see the, uh, he's the longest one. He's the one that I'm, I'm gunning for. He's the one I have to beat. So, uh, you, you could see, uh, me versus the current, uh, current, uh, current AIW intense champion who's gunning for his record against the, uh, longest, longest reigning champion. So, uh, you just never know. It's... It, it would definitely be an interesting match. I think if I was filling out a bracket, that's that's something I'd like to see. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick BJ Whitmer out. I'll pick pick him to win and move on to the next round. Um, I mean, you never count BJ Whitmer out, no matter in whatever case that he's in. Oh no, he's 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 a vet. I mean, that's one of the few things I could say about him. He was on on this show the last year talking and. Just even from that experience alone, outside the ring, it, well, it was him and Aaron, just were probably some of the craziest segments I have ever had on this show. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, that's not even counting his in-ring ability. I I always like him. I actually have friends elsewhere that I know that don't like him, and I try to. I think that they're absolutely crazy, and I always stick up for them. Um, what else from Jaylet Weekend are you looking forward to? Maybe not a match in this particular bracket, but elsewhere or a particular wrestler you want to see, or a match on day two? Because I know when I asked this last year, this is where your name came up, all three segments. 
Oh, really? I, I believe it was all three. I know uh, Veda and Eric. I don't remember if BJ said it because that segment was so long, but I know I got those two definitely said it. I remember what I did last year. Oh, was it uh, was it Sanjay? Sanjay, right? Yes. Well, that's... Uh, um that's pretty flattering. I did. I didn't. I, I think you've told me this before, and I'm, I'm <laughs> seemingly forgetting. But, uh, um, but uh, I, obviously, I think the big one right now, especially after what happened last night, is Samoa Joe versus Gargano. Uh, for a spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that, um, I'm definitely looking forward to that because it, come on, it's Johnny Gargano. Like, the guy's amazing and he's king of Cleveland, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and obviously he steps it up. Not that he doesn't step it up everywhere he goes, but there, there's, when you're, when you're fighting Johnny in his, in his, in his city, it's, there, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you got, on the other hand, you got Samoa Joe, man. Like, he's, he's the fucking man. Uh, he, uh, it's, it, the, the match is going to be killer. Uh, it, I, I'm I'm excited for it, and if you're if you if you're gonna there's only I think there's only gonna be so many chances that you're gonna be able to see Samoa Joe on the Indies left. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. I would do it, especially against the talent, the caliber of Gargano. Before Joe even showed his face on NXT, this match was already you know highly rated in my book. Right. This just this just amplified it even more, and knowing just knowing that day two we're gonna see Johnny once again go up against somebody on their way to WWE or, or whatnot. And Johnny has an, a very, very impressive resume of um, talent he's gone against and where they are now. Oh, yeah. So so this just by far adds to the list. He's, uh, and if, I mean, but, top of their game, like, going at it at AIW. Like, what more can you ask for? <sighs> Definitely. This, this, this whole weekend in general... Like I, I don't know about you, but I, I just I look forward to to the whole experience, from first bell to last bell on on Saturday, and now now we have GNO on top of it, and there's always there's always great experience of definitely after night one the uh, any after parties that might happen to, to evolve. Like I know we don't have an official one this year that I've been told. But I know that hasn't stopped other years. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't heard anything, but uh, I'm sure I hear something at some point. Yeah, or maybe there's just not an official sponsored one. There's still a place, maybe somewhere close to the hotel, like I know two years ago. And I, the, the stories that were around from that one, I don't remember them all. But I'm, um, I think one of them dealt with Saturday morning. B.J. Whitmer and Jock Sampson having uh, breakfast together. That's one thing. I, that's a picture that I even remember. I, I did not hear this, but I, I, I can't even picture that. <laughs> there was ah, there was a bunch of other stuff. It's it's like like I don't know about you, but it's just to me, it's just one great weekend. Oh yeah, the, the the whole weekend. Like I can already tell right now. Like in the back of my head, I'm like, man, I'm gonna be so exhausted. I'm gonna be so mentally drained. I'm gonna be physically drained. Like I'm just ugh. But at the same time, it's like that's the only thing that I can think of. That, and it's not even really a con. Like, there's so many more pros to this weekend than anything. There, there's so many great match matchups. It's two full full days of great wrestling by a great wrestling company. Uh, like, I, like I said, what what more can you ask for? What and like, and I, I just had this uh, conversation with somebody. It's like I think wrestling, and I think a lot of people know this or have said it. I think wrestling might be headed toward another boom period. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of the reasons being, you know, all this all this indie talent making like their name at uh, at NXT. 
NXT and all that, but it's also one of the cheapest forms of entertainment that you can get, and it's so much fun to go and have this interaction. Um, you, you can't get that anymore. Like, I go to a baseball game. If I try to heckle somebody, I get security guard at my side. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think with wrestling, too, th- that I've explained to many people, just my experiences of going to indie shows, I'm like, it's not just about the, the great show that's put on. I mean, that's one by far benefit, but I know as I've been going to AIW for uh, three or four years now, I have to calculate it out, but I've made so many friends, so it's not just like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to wrestling show, it's like, I'm going to see all my friends, Right. and I'm pretty pretty sure with wrestlers it's the same thing, and there's going to be this kick-ass show, and then now with this, it's going to be, okay, I'm going to leave, and I'm going to come back the next day, and I'm going to do it all over again, but Sunday I know I'm going to be drained. Right, and yeah, it's it's the same thing for us, like, I get to see people that I don't get to see all the time, like, yeah, I get to see, uh, like, Ricky Shane Page, He's, he's a good buddy of mine, like, I get to see him and hang out with him all weekend. Uh, Athena, I'm really close with Athena from our Texas days, and I get to see her. Like, I don't get to do that much very often, so it's like, you know, there's so many more ups than there are downs to this weekend. Um, and and I wouldn't change, like, there, there's no stopping me. Like, there's, there, there, there shouldn't be anything stopping anybody from having this great of a time. Uh, it's, the, like you said, the, the, the atmosphere, the stories, the wrestling, it's just all kinds of stuff that a fun environment should be. All wrapped in the one. Mm-hmm. I think with I think they started doing it what maybe last year or maybe even the year before that, we started having a Memorial Day weekend, it makes the most sense to me, because I know Sunday after the show, I'm going to be drained. At least I know I have, like, w- another day off after that to fully recuperate from, from the weekend. I mean, I, I personally, I know I always get it from every AAW show, but when it's the two-dayer, and I know I'll be walking into um, the venue on Saturday a little bit tired, but it's going to be worth it, but it's just going to be amplified by, by Sunday. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I attempted to make plans for this upcoming Sunday um, and then decided against it because I'm like man I, I I just I can't guarantee anything at that point because like two full days of wrestling uh, and then just like shenanigans and, and getting to see everybody again and all that good stuff like 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 we said it's going to be it's going to be so worth it but we're going to be so drained by the end of the weekend like I'm not going to be able to do anything on Sunday I'm just going to lay around we do have one disadvantage about uh, day one and that is that will be during the same time as the Cavs Hawks game. Uh, yes, that is a disadvantage, um, and I with it with it not. It's a good thing it's not in town because I could see that affecting attendance. Oh um, God, yeah. But uh, and and maybe it's still like you know it, it may. I don't think it'll affect attendance because you know people be like, oh, I'll just record it or I'll get updates during the show or whatever. Because you got those diehard mm-hmm. people that'll do that. Um, oh yeah. But if it was in town, I could see it being an issue. But uh, you know, I'll have my phone by me at some point. I'm sure people will get, be giving me updates. Um, I had I, I was asking you updates on uh, the Indians game, the last show, where Salazar struck mm-hmm. out 11 people. Um, and I'm, I'm not trying to like uh, veer this off in the sports talk, but uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I have ways of, of catching it. And if you know if I get done early, maybe I'll go go somewhere real quick and catch the end of the game or something, depending on what time it's on. I mean, we we did get lucky that we got Atlanta and not, which sounds weird to say. 
we got Atlanta instead of Washington against Washington, we would be going up against um, Game Time at AIW. Ah, well, shit. Yeah, that wouldn't work out too well. Um, I thought- even, even though I... Even though I know I wanted to go up against Washington, but uh, if well, if the Cavs can pull it out on Friday night, then I'm I'm happy we got Atlanta at this point. Yeah, I'm uh, I, I've been I've, I've been saying it for a while now. Ever since we got we did that trade, um, I don't think anybody in the East can handle the Cavs at this point. The West, on the other hand, that's a different story. But um, on the East, I don't think any you. you you have the best player in the game on the court for the Cavs. Um, mm-hmm. You got Kyrie Irving. You got J.R. Smith, who's shooting the lights out right now. Uh, you got our our defense is improved. Our offense is improved. It's more. It flows better. Uh, I don't think anybody on the East can handle the Cavs at this point. Um, and, and luckily, when LeBron didn't play his best, other people were were picking him up, and now he's finally starting to kick off the rust or whatever it was that was bothering him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. There, 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 there was a lot going on with with the team, and I, I think Chicago was probably our, our biggest opponent to go through. And my biggest worry when it comes down to the finals is actually because I know a lot of people are worried about Golden State. I'm more worried about Houston um, because for for one reason, LeBron has lost to well, has lost three different times in the finals. All three teams have been from Texas. Well, two teams, but uh-huh. yeah, leaves only one Texas team left. Could be a curse. Could be. Um, yeah, I'm a. I would much rather face Houston only because Dwight Howard isn't as dominant as people say or th- he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since we have Mozgov underneath now, um, mm-hmm. and then on top of that. Um, the only person that we would really only have to worry about is Harden and just put Shumpert on him and, you know, have him do his lockdown defense like he normally does, and that that gets rid of the threat. Oh, it's... But I think right now, I think right now the biggest we ju- we just got to take this one yeah one step one game at a time yeah totally I don't want to get ahead of myself like obviously I th- I would like to see Houston I obviously I think uh, I think Golden State has a better chance and I'm actually afraid of the Splash Brothers I think um, I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna cause some issues for the Cavs defense um, but uh, um, but yeah the, the, I I can't really look past the Hawks because you just never know man like there have been upsets before and this I mean I hate to say. It, but this is Cleveland, so mm-hmm. hopefully, shit happen in, in us at the losing end of it. Hopefully, that we can we can get this curse lifted from Cleveland. I would uh, obviously love that. Um, uh, that would be. I, I think. Uh, I think we need it. I think Cleveland needs it, uh, and. The fact that uh, this is the closest, because everybody thought like the Indians were going to be really good, and they're just they're stumbling out the gate right now. And even when LeBron came back, people were like, "Well, hold on, let's let's uh, let's pump the brakes real quick. Um, we may not win it in our first year that I'm back," <laughs> which I think was just kind of an out, just in case it did happen. Um, but I really think we have a really really good chance of winning, um, and I'm really excited for that. Um, now ACH will give me shit, you know. Oh well, still lost to the Spurs, this and that, this and that. But um, I'm uh, I'm really excited. I I, I would obviously would like to have one of my my childhood teams 
win a championship and uh, be able to support that. I know one thing I've told to fans, at least from from the Chicago area, especially ones who love the Cubs and tell me, oh, it's been forever since we won the World Series. I'm like, that's great. But you're a fan, at least they're always a fan of like some other Chicago team. And I'm like, you've witnessed at least one of your other teams have a victory parade Yeah. after they've won a championship. I have not. I've, I've never seen that. I have no idea what it's like. Right. See, I want to know what it's like. Right. I See, I've seen it only because, like, with living in St. Louis, like, Cardinals have won the World Series two or three times now in the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's cool. That's like a consolation prize for me because um, I like the Cardinals. They're, like, my, they're my, my National League team. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, it just doesn't. Ha- it wouldn't. It doesn't have the same effect if the Indian if the Indians were to to pull it out, or if the Cavs were to pull it out, or something like that. Like you know, growing up with the Cavs and growing up with um, that that uh, that Cleveland curse and that Cleveland aura, and you know they they've been they've been uh, talking about it all year, man. Like people from people from Ohio, people from Cleveland, people from Akron, like they just they know how to work. They put the work in, and you know it's. It's, uh, they, they just put the work in, man. We know how to work. And, uh, I'm really hoping that that work pays off. And, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of similar with, uh, football. I'm a, I'm actually a Bears fan on top of being a Browns fan. Yeah. But the way, I, the way I look at it, if the Bears won the Super Bowl, I, I mean, I'd be happy. It'd be great. But if the Browns won the Super Bowl, it would mean so much more. And even if we happen to see them in the Super Bowl together, I would root for, I, I mean, I'd root for them both, but I know the Browns one would be the, the sweeter of the two. Right, yeah. And it's like, you know, when the Cardinals, I'm like, you know, when the Cardinals won, I'm like, really, I got really excited. and like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Cardinals win, blah, blah, blah. And I got, you know, I have my St. Louis uh, World Series hat and all that good stuff. But like you said, it just wouldn't hold the same... Uh, it, it just wouldn't be the same uh, as like a, a Cleveland any team win at this point. Um, I, and I, I and I the, obviously the Cavs are our best chance at this point because uh, unless the Indians start turning it up here, um, they they're on a three game winning streak, so that's good. Um, and then uh, you know I don't see the Browns being anything anything special, unfortunately. <sighs> I, and I hate to say I, it because I'm a Browns fan, but well, what, what I I said before LeBron came back, the team that I thought that had the best shot was the Browns, only because I felt I feel the Indians may never get it because of uh, management and whatnot. They can't; they'll never pay for players, and it's we're just a farm system for other teams. And the Cavs without LeBron weren't that good. Yeah. So if I felt like I felt like with a shorter season, Browns can turn it around a lot quicker than the other two. Now that LeBron's back, that and obviously we're in the playoffs, we're we're seven wins away from actually winning a championship. Yeah, which is which is closer than the other two are. Well, yeah, closer than than we, we you know we've been since well you know the Indians had that playoff game two years ago that they lost, and then um, um, before that it you know the last time we were in this situation was right before LeBron left. So mm-hmm. and that was still that was basketball. So uh, before that it was you know 2007 when the Indians. Got you know were up three one on the on the Red Sox and then got taken down by them. Um, that was also this I think roughly the same year the the Browns. Granted they didn't go to the playoffs, but they were actually they did have a ten win season. Yeah, but it was just the division was so close. They and the wild card race so close too. They were they didn't make it, but that 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 was still the best season the Browns have had since. 
Yeah. Well, since forever, and the last season started to look like that with the first half of the season, then everything just went downhill. Yeah, if you look at that 2007 Indians team, man, that was that was the team, man. Like that was it. That was that was our chance. That was the Indians' chance, I believe, in my in my opinion. So unless they open up the pocketbooks just a little bit more and maybe get like a you know um you know uh. Not a Clayton Kershaw, but stop spending money on um, on these guys that like you know. You're, and don't get me wrong, I love these guys, but like you're, you know, your Nick Swishers and your and your Michael Bournes, where they're they're gonna be past their prime as soon as they hit the Indians, but you're gonna pay them a shitload of money. Um, get one of the try to get one of these young guys and lock them down. I know they're trying to do that with their pitchers now, but um, I, I'm talking like like a Zach Greinke type or something, so, somebody that we know is gonna win 18, 20 games a year. <sighs> yeah, when I, when I look back to that 2017, there's just one word that comes to mind a little often. And it's, I was I'm I miss him. Yeah, his resurgence for the team, like he was so good for the team, man. I, like because I loved him during the 90s. So he he is my favorite baseball player, and I went to when Omar got inducted into the Cleveland Indians Hall of Fame. Yeah, and uh, his the crowd went nuts for him. I I always say of that team, I will I think uh, Kenny Lofton is the most popular player. Yeah, I'd say so. I think he's the most recognized too besides like your um like your older um like Bob Bob Lemon and um uh, me Shit, I don't even know if people know who Albert Bell is at this point. Yeah, Albert. I mean, I, I remember him, but he. I think his legacy kind of went downhill after a while. Yeah, he definitely. But, his legacy got tarnished because of the Cork Bat stuff. But well, Cork Bat and the way he left Cleveland. But I think with Lawson, it's he got traded once and he came back. Got traded again, and then eventually he came back again. And we, I think we've always loved him for his loyal, at least his loyalty. He's that. Uh, he's that scorned girlfriend that keeps coming back. <laughs> I think he. I think he. Loved Cleveland too. That's the thing though. Like, I don't think he was just here for a paycheck. I mean, he might have been, but I don't think I've ever heard him say a bad word about Cleveland. He's always, I know he's he's come back on multiple times. And like when I seen him last year, just the place went nuts. Place went nuts for two people: Omar and Lawton. Yeah, like he. Um, I obviously like. I think loyalty is a big thing um, for like a small market like Cleveland and I think that's why it hurt when when LeBron left um, but like the fact that, that you know he I, I like to know when people I like the fact when people come to a city or come to a sign with a team long term it's because they're loyal and it's like they're not there for a paycheck it's like you know these guys make tons of money and, and rightfully so they should be making some good money but um, it's uh, it's always nice to see when you know they do a they, they have a selfless act like that where they, they take less money or they stay in a town to take less money to help the team win or something like that I've, uh, I think we've gone off on, on Cleveland sports just, just well enough. Too much. <laughs> Too much almost. I know. I think some of the listeners probably may have turned it off, but I think I know we have a good handful of listeners that do like other sports and like football, like baseball, like basketball. So at least they got a kick out of this. And I know when I, whenever I see you, like me, you, and I know the same thing when I talk to Johnny, always talk about Cleveland sports. Yeah, I, I can see people talking to each other now. What the hell is this shit? And just signing off. <laughs> Oh, it, it could definitely be worse. Um, I want to thank you again for coming on, Davey. Is there any uh, plugs or anything you want to throw out before you go? Uh, yeah, uh, if you want to, any any fan emails or if you want to hit me up, uh, you can catch me on my social media at uh, Facebook, which is, you just type in Davey Vega. I am the only one that's on there. 
Um, I don't know the actual link, so just type in Davy Vega, search for that. Uh, my Twitter account, which is Davy at Davy Vega eighty five, uh, and then you can get send me some emails at Davy Vega eighty five at gmail dot com. Uh, this weekend, obviously, be in Cleveland, Ohio, for the JT Lightning uh, Invitational Tournament. Um, that's going to be the best thing, one of the best things going, if not the best. Um, and that that's about it. Like I, AIW man, let's let's do this. And uh, with that, we will say, uh, be back right after this. Might as well have just been dedicated to us because tonight was all about Veda Scott and Josh Alexander. Still, absolute champion. And what? What's this? What? 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 New. AIW Women's Champion. I defeated, well, technically, I, I defeated three opponents tonight to win this. But this was, this was always mine to win. I earned this. I earned this through all my blood, sweat, and tears with AIW. You didn't believe in me. I had to find someone to believe in me. Josh, I told you. I told you that together we could be champions. I helped you tonight. You believed in me. Get used to this. This is a DVD cover. This is a poster. This is a legacy. Veda Scott and Josh Alexander, we are your champions now and forever. And welcome back to the Ohio Wrestling Report right here on the Ohio Wrestling Network and the Trending Topics Network. I'm sorry if, you know, the, the sports talk went on too long with Davey Vega, but that's kind of kind of the fun fun of it all. These interviews are not, or these guest spots, I should say, aren't really, like, scripted or anything like that. Or we don't we don't keep to an outline. It's just, 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 just fun bullshitting that sometimes you get. But, hey. If you're a long-time listener of the show, you should know that sometimes happens in some of the weird tangents that that will that will happen on the show. And hell, if you listen to any of the other shows that I'm on, you'll know a lot about that too. But let's get into one more time what the bracket is going to look like. It's going to have Ray Rowe versus Tyson Dukes, Eric Ryan versus Nick Cage, Athena versus Flip Kendrick, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus Guido, DJVZ versus Alex Daniels, Cedric Alexander versus Colin Delaney. Jennifer Blake versus Del Bruno, Josh Prohibition versus Dick Justice, Too Cold Scorpio versus Cheech, Lewis Linden versus Tyler Thomas, Heidi Loveless versus Davey Vega, and BJ Whitmer versus Doug Gilbert. Now that is tonight and tomorrow night at Our Lady of Mount Carmel School, Cleveland, Ohio, 7.30 bell time for both days. And let's not forget about some of the day two festivities that we are going to run into, as well as the GNO matches. Now we'll start off with GNO. We got Raylan versus Angel Dust. Marty Bell versus Crazy Mary Dobson. Allison Cave versus Alexa Nicole. Mia Yim versus Girl Dynamite Jennifer Blake. The Social Network versus Sugar and Spice, which is Taylor Hendricks and Mary Elizabeth Monroe. Jenny Rose versus Candice LeRae. And a Dream Partner Tag Team Match, Athena versus Veda Scott with their Dream Tag Team Partners. And also, matches happening on Day 2, besides the three other rounds, we are going to have Samoa Joe versus Johnny Gargano, and also Josh Alexander versus Ethan 
page for the AIW Absolute title. You are not going to want to miss this show, especially with what's going on with Samoa Joe right now, going to WWE and NXT, but he's going to be in Cleveland this weekend. His first stop out of NXT, far as we know, is Cleveland. So if I were you, I would not pass this up. I would not miss out on such such a great show, such a great tournament, such a great weekend. Also, you can, if you happen to, granted this is kind of last minute, but uh, you can get a room $55 at night. Go to AIW's Facebook, because I don't have it off the top of my head, and I don't want to give out the wrong information. I just know it's by the airport. Uh, $55 a night, I know I'm going to be taking advantage of that, me and a couple other friends. I'm looking forward to this weekend. I am looking forward to some more AIW. Two great days, three events. <sighs> And that's all I can say. So thank you for listening to the Ohio Indie Report right here on the Ohio Wrestling Network and the Trending Topics Network. And you have been listening to the Ohio Indie Report. We're from Ohio. Okay.